Alright, welcome to another episode of the NBA Betting Lions show. Here we're going to go for regular season wins and over-unders. Um, this is a really interesting season where, and we're going to start from the bottom to the top, where the bottom teams are just 22 and the top teams just go to the 53 range. That's a pretty tight NBA uh, prediction there. Usually you see teams in the 55-60 range and you see some sub-20 teams. This tells you that the parity thing is working. Silver's doing a good job here, making sure it's a little tight. Only 30 games, 31 games separating uh, the worst and best teams, according to the Vegas over-under. Let's get to it. We're going to do a worst and best, and we're going to go through that way. Uh, we're going to start at San Antonio, over-under 22.5. Here, here's my thing. It's a Popovich team, okay? And with Popovich's teams, now look, I, I do think the Spurs are going to be bad. I do think they're incentivized to lose. I get that. The team's not so terrible. They have Jakob Pertl, uh, Kelvin Johnson, Davin Vassell. Um, Primo got, got hurt. That, that wasn't so Primo. Um, but Dougie McBuckets, Doug, Doug McDermott there. They're going to have enough with Popovich to be competitive in some games. You know, that, that triangle Texas uh, delve and, and things like that. Where teams could lose totally in San Antonio. Kind of like those mid-January games. You're going into a, a, a place you're not really incentivized to win, you feel druggy, you know, you're the Indiana Pacers, let's say. Spurs can win those games. I like the over at 22 and a half. We're going to jump to, um, we'll go we'll go bottom top, actually. Let's go to Houston, 23 and a half, over, under. Um, again, here I kind of like the over. I think Houston is going to want to piggyback off what happened last year. Sanguine, um, Obviously, the draft pick Smith, who I think is going to be a disappointment. He looked terrible in the summer league. I'm sorry. I know they're trying to overcompensate. But regardless of Smith, I think with Tate, K.J. Martin, um, Porter Jr., Green as a core there, the mid-20s is realistic. It's a tough bet, but I like the over at 23.5. You know, I think they'll be closer to 25 wins. I'm not super confident about that, but I like it. OKC over under 23.5. I'll take the under. They just made a massive trade where they dealt their entire bench. Uh, Ty Jerome, Theo Maladon, um, a whole host of players, right? Um, and only going to really get back Nawaba. So they're really relying on Josh Giddy to make that step. Shy is going to be out for some time. I think they drag out that injury. Chet's obviously not returning. Jonathan Earl, Earl, Robinson Earl starting. It's bad. It's a bad team. I will pound the under on that. They're probably going to have the worst record. Uh, in the league next year, and guess what? Guess what, guys? They're going to be happy about it because they're taken for Victor Wimbana. Indiana over under 23.5. If I was confident, I'm ridiculously confident with this. I'll take the over. Easy. This is my one of my big bets. Big stamp it. Indiana is not going to let their team lose more than 50 games. Um, 23.5. Wow, that's an easy over. First of all, Tyler Halliburton. Terry Salmon is going to take a step. Uh, he's going to really get the keys here. Jalen Smith was, was a decent pickup for them. They, they, they've retained him. Buddy Heald. Duarte didn't get a lot of playing time uh, and, and was hurt the second half. He looks really good. The rookie, Ben Matherman. They have a very wing-oriented team. They're going to figure it out. Carlisle's a good coach. Miles um, Turner there. Now, look, granted, they're probably going to move Miles Turner. They might move Buddy. But 23 and a half. I, I, I have a hard time thinking... Um, it's going to be that bad uh, in Indiana. Utah, over under 24 and a half. 
So again, I predict that the Jazz and the Thunder will be the two worst teams. Thus, I got to take the under here. Um, they really want to lose. They want to try to get the top pick. A bunch of people do, and they see OKC's right there. They have no incentive to win. They're likely gonna. They've already moved Bogey. Likely gonna move Connolly, uh, Vanderbilt potentially, Beasley, all the guys they got in the Minnesota uh, Go Bear deal. So I, I like the under here. I really do. I, I, even though it's twenty four and a half, it's low. I'll I'll say it's even lower. Orlando over under twenty six and a half. This is a toughie. This is a toughie for me. Um, the thing, first of all, the thing to note here is this is going to be the lowest. They're predicted to be the worst Eastern team. Jonathan Isaac has no timetable for return on sort of step one of the flaw. Step two is Cole Anthony. Um, I think it's extremely inefficient. They haven't learned that. They're still going to have Suggs. Bancaro is not a position to be successful here. 26 and a half is tough. It's tough. It's usually hard in the NBA to be that bad for that many years, though. That's the truth, right? Um, so, I, I, I got to think about this one for a second. I might come back to it. Uh, yeah, the roster is weak, right? So, I mean, they got Mo Bamba back. I mean, RJ Hampton's probably going to miss. He might be the worst player in the NBA. That, that's not saying that facetiously. That's literally... He's, he's literally the worst player in the entire league. And he, he could get significant uh, playing time for them. So, always good to look at last year's standings and the trends last year, right? Um, Orlando went 22-60. and 60. Um, Can they improve more than four games? That is the question. I'm going to say no. I'm going to take the under... Which might mean a new coaching search for them. I understand. I'll still take them. They're going to be the worst team. Because for Detroit is over to 29.5. Ooh, that's kind of high. It's a little high. So Detroit, obviously, they got Ivy. Cade should be healthy. Um, last year, they were 23-59. and 59. Now, they were 40 with 500 when Cade played. I'm actually going to take the over there. I'm not super confident about it. I think they'll be right around 30. Um... If Orlando's bad, that gives him some wins back to Detroit, maybe. So I'll make the argument, argument there. Um, but yeah, over under 29.5. I'm taking the over for Detroit. I think Cade will have a good sophomore year. Ivy's going to be decent. There's just so much riding for both Weaver and Casey that I think they win enough games. Sacramento over under 33.5. You know, Zach Lowe talked about this, uh, and I'll mention it. And if there's alternate wins, I would take the alternate wins on this. Uh, I love the over here, right? Look, last year Sacramento was bad, 30-52. and 52. They got Herder. So bonus is going to be there for a full year. Um, Keegan Murray I thought was a fantastic pick. Really fits them. So, yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I, don't, I love, I love the over. Another confident one. Another confident pick. We're going to go through the confident picks at the end. I'll uh, we'll just summarize it, but again, love the over here. The Kings, again, if you're incentivized to win, if you're just a team that's incentivized, you're like, we're trying to win as many games as possible, and you have some remnants of talent, particularly in a weak West, you're, you're, you're going to go over 33 and a half. Like, 36 and 46 is most realistic. Washington Wizards over under 35 and a half. Okay. So last year, the Wizards were 35 and 47. Are they going to be better or worse than last year? Uh, that's a toughie. 
look, if they, it depends on certain little nuanced things that they do. So they got to play Beal at the one, in my opinion. Johnny Davis didn't do anything uh, in summer league of note, uh, but they had a very unique trade with the Nuggets where they got uh, Will Barton and and a uh, you know scrap heap of, of, of players there. Um, Porzingis also looked better in Washington, which was a weird gamble getting someone on the third licks. And Gafford's been good for them. Delon Wright's an underrated pickup with Monte Morris there. So they're, they're, if a lot of this rides on what they're doing in the backcourt for me. If Beal's not playing point guard, which they might start Morris, uh, Beal, Barton, Rui Huchimera, and, and KP. Maybe Gafford's in there. Kuzma, I forgot about Kuzma's going to be in there. I don't feel confident about this one, but if he gun to my head and taking the over, and I don't feel great about it. Charlotte over under 36.5. Here's another confident pick. And the confidence is on the under. I think this will be the second worst team in the West. They lost Mikael Bridges. He's not coming back. Um, what do you have to play for right now? It's just, it's just a huge mess. Now, look, again, as I said, obviously they're incentivized to win. They have a few players to trade to get to that level. Um, you know, the center rotation now, Mark Williams, um, Kai Jones. None of the youth really look that great. There's a lot of reliance randomly on Jalen McDaniels. Do you feel good about that? I wouldn't. Gordon Hayward gets injured all the time, right? Yeah, for them to be better than this, they need Hayward playing at least 60 games. He hasn't done that in a couple of years. Uh, P.J. Washington has to take like a, like a random step. Um, and the ball's got to be healthy as well. I, I don't, I hate them next year. Heavily bet the under, and their bench is thin. Like, Book Knight looked really bad. They signed D.S. Jr. When you know someone calls it a big signing, when the guy who's been playing for four or five teams in the last four or five years, you absolutely bet against that team. So under all day, Charlotte, confident about it too, 36 and a half. I was an alternate one if I found it. The New York Knickerbockers over under 39 and a half, and the over is plus money. This is a really interesting one. We don't know what direction they're going to go. So here's what I mean by that. The Knicks are either going to get 43 wins or 23 wins. You know, they have a deep team. Um, but what's the mentality of the front office? So if they start the year under Tibbs and they're in the, like, that 9-10 range, do they blow it up? Do they seek to deal the vets for youth? Um, or for expiring like a Westbrook type deal? Um, you know, or they didn't get the Mitchell trade down, so they're going to have to, you know, do something there. I, I actually like the over here, and I like it a lot. The Knicks last year were only 37-45. They could be two games better, um, especially if Randall's healthy with the addition of Brunson. Now, look, the East is better. Still like the over. I think I'm closer to 40. That's that's close here with over under 39.5, so I'm obviously not that confident. Talk, speaking of confidence, the next one we got is Portland over under 39.5. And the under is plus money, and I would bet the under hard. As I noted in a prior pod, I think Damian Lillard's getting old. Their roster is thin. They lost, people forget they lost Powell and Covington last year. They just gave them away to the Clippers. Um, so, like, let's look at that roster. Like, Shaden Sharp, who didn't do a lot in Summer League. Uh, he was hurt, I get it. But, like, he needs to be a huge player for them to do well. Lillard, Payton. Now, again, now, the Payton shtick is, is getting a little old. He was great with Golden State. He's good in that role. He's going to be reliant a lot harder now in Portland. 
The starting five, they have starting five fallacy, which looks like the starting five looks good. Nurkic, Hart, Grant, Peyton, Lillard. Those guys are all injury prone. Nurkic is very injury prone. Lillard is very injury prone. So your two best offensive weapons could easily get hurt. They're going to really miss uh, CJ McCollum. I don't think Grant, you know, Grant was not efficient in Detroit. I don't know why they think like he's a all of a sudden replacement for CJ. Losing CJ is massive. And again, last year, they were 27 to 55. I get that Lillard went down. I think that's actually closer to where they're going to be. They could be one of the worst teams in the West. 39 and a half? Alternate the shit out of that. They're getting plus money to under. Super confident about that pick. Chicago over under 41 and a half. <clears throat> this is kind of tough. So last year they were 46 to 36. And like me, Vegas is saying they're going to be shittier next year. And I agree, Vegas. Um, but that much shittier? That's tough. Look, Lonzo's going to be hurt to start the year. It depends on how Billy Donovan runs the rotations. But based on Vegas, he's definitely going to be a good off favorite to, to get fired because if they only win 41 games, he's gone. Um, look, if I were them, I would ensure I only have two out of three of Levine, DeRozan, and Vooch all at the same time. They're starting all three. I don't like that. Caruso's actually probably one of the more important players. Let's see if they realize that. I, I, I don't... I hate Chicago. I just don't like them. But this is a tough one to take the under on. 41 and a half. That's low. Fuck it. I would take the under. I just think the, the East is too is too good. There's a couple teams that can usurp them. And they can have a, a eternal turmoil real early. I like it because it's a plus money. I'm not super confident about it. The Pelicans over under is 44 and a half. Um, this is an interesting one. Let's look at them for a second. So, New Orleans last year was 36 and 46. So, they're predicting a major bump. Now, remember, towards the second half, they did look a lot better, right? So, if you look at the Pelicans, um, and you kind of look at, um, you know, what happened last year. Uh, so, in April, in, in March, right, in March, they played 15... Games they basically went in February seven and four in March eight and seven and April three and three. So you had a 15, 18, 11. They went eighteen and fourteen down the stretch. Um, yeah. So which would mean uh, I know this is exciting. Eighteen plus fourteen. Yeah, eighteen. Right, so 32. So they went 18 divided by 32. They did, they played like a 0.56, they played like a 56% win team. You, you times that by 82 games, that's 46. Wow. Good job, Vegas. So Vegas is basically saying, um, you know, I, I think they continue that. I think they play like a 56% win team, a, a, a 560 team, if you will. So that's a little bit better than 44 and a half. I would take the over for the Pelicans. Toronto over under 40. Five and a half. You guys already know. You already know what I feel about Toronto. I freaking love Toronto. Um, there's a, obviously a bunch of reasons why. Uh, last year, there were 48 and 34. So, they're going to be better than last year. They're not worse. They got better. That's 45 and a half. Confident about the over. They play great in the second half. 
Otto Porter Jr. is back. Sandy Barnes is going to take a leap. Love it. Lakers, 45 and a half. Um, yeah, you got to bet the under here. I mean, come on. This is an easy under. Lakers were 33 wins last year. They're not incentivized to win as many games as possible in regular season. They're incentivized to get into the play-in or the low playoffs, which they still would be able to do. 45 and a half? They didn't get better. This is stupid. Easy under. Easy. Easy under. Another confident pick. Boost it. Boom. Under on that. Atlanta Hawks over under 45 and a half. This one's a toughie. Okay. So last year they were 43 and 39. They got DeJounte Murray. They didn't start off the year well. Let's look at their splits, shall we? Um, they got A.J. Griffin in the draft. Last year, this is always important to look at the splits. So they were an underrated team towards the, bottom, the, the end of the year. From January on, you're looking at uh, 13, uh, 24, 27, uh, 12... They went 27 and 20 in the last 47 games. Okay, so that would mean they played like a 57% win team. You times that by 82, that's a 47 win team. They played like a 47 win team uh, down the stretch. And again, they have them at 45 and a half. Close. This is a tough one for me. Because something's got to give one of these teams. I'm going to not feel good about it. But I'll take the over for the Hawks. I don't feel great about it. Uh, there's a lot of things that could also not work. Right? Young is still a weak defender. Uh, you know. Is the fit really there? Still got to take the over. They play like a 47-win team. They got DeJounte Murray. Cleveland Cavaliers over under 47 and a half. It's high. Obviously, we know why, because of Donovan Mitchell. Uh, last year, the Cavs were 44 wins. Look, I don't think Mitchell is making the positive impact that people do. The, the backcourt is going to be weak defensively. A lot of good teams in the East. I got to take the under. And it's plus money, too. You've tempted me, Vegas. Got to take the under at Cleveland. Um, look, uh, another, the thing to counter me is Mobley went down. Does he go down again? Yeah, I think he's injury-prone, guys. You know, people are always like, well, if Anthony Davis is healthy... Guy's always fucking injury prone. So, like, it's actually more rare if he's healthy than if he's not healthy. I think Mobley's in a similar bout. Cleveland's going to be a low playoff team. Um, so I'll take the under there. Minnesota over under uh, 48 and a half. Another confident one for me. Love the under. I don't think this works out at all. This is going to be a disastrous trade. The Gobert thing, look, I get it to an extent. Uh, they obviously gave up a lot. I thought they were better off having Vanderbilt, Beverly, uh, Beasley in there. It just made more sense with their rotation. They didn't get Gobert. They didn't, they didn't need to get that. They could have. They really wanted a defensive center. Get Capella. Okay? And who said Towns could cover fours? If he can't cover a five, he's going to chase around the perimeter, around fours. It's going to be a disaster. Okay? But look, Anthony Edwards is talented enough. The Russell situation also doesn't work out. They have a great coach. They do. Um, but yeah, love the under. I'm pretty confident about it. 48 and a half. Yeah. Miami Heat over under 48 and a half. Again, one of my more disappointing teams going into next year. Um, you know, this this past season, they were a 53 win team. So yeah, Vegas thinks it could be a lot worse. I do too. 
I like Philly, Toronto, the Bucks, Celtics over them. If they move to a fifth seed, that's a 46-47-ish win team. If they move even lower with Brooklyn beating them, which I think will happen, it's closer to 46 wins. They're at 48.5. Love the under. Love the under. Um, they didn't improve. Peter Tucker left. They're aging. Larry looks washed up. You know, Hero was one of the most... And look, you're supposed to be delusional as a player. It's pretty delusional. Thinks he should have been an all-star last year. I don't know what world you're living in. Love, love the under. Dallas over under 48.5. This could be one of the harder ones. Harder calls, in my opinion. Last year... Look, last year Dallas was 52-30. and 30. I gotta take the over. They're not worse than they were last year. They're just not worse. Um... So, yeah, love, you know, need to take the over. I get that they lost Brunson. They got Christian Wood in there. So I think there's some place where that stuff is. Tim Hardaway Jr. is back. Does that help a little bit? I do think they are so the type of team that does do sneaky February deadline moves and midseason moves. I think they can use Hardaway Jr. in a deal to get some talent. I could see something with the Knicks there with Randall uh, just getting some talent there. Dinwiddie will have him for a full year. He'll be healthy. He looked a lot better with them. Um, so I really like Dallas now, looking at it a little more deeply. The over uh, 48 and a half. Memphis over under 48 and a half. The Memphis disrespect is just, it's just disgusting. They were a 56-win team. Are you telling me Kyle Anderson is worth eight wins? That is absurd. Everyone's thinking they had a fluky year. What was fluky about? They're a young team. They're on the rise. I feel like if they were located in Memphis... They would be they'd be rated higher. Super confident about this over. Love the over. 48 and a half. Give me alternate spreads all day. They're gonna win in the 50s. Easy. So yeah, I would take the over here. Um let's look at Denver. Denver over under 49 and a half. Um, you know, again, Denver last year was 48 wins, and they got a lot better. They got Murray healthy, Michael Porter Jr. healthy, like the over here a lot, 49 and a half. They're going to make up two wins just on the injuries alone, and I actually think that trade is underratedly decent for them. Barton stuff, you know, they, they need room for Porter Jr. to do his thing. He can actually have a, a nice uptick here that people aren't talking about because they're putting him in position to be successful. Aaron Gordon's going to be acclimated as well. By moving Barton, now Gordon and Porter Jr. be more acclimated on the team. KCP, underrated 3 and D guy. And they picked up Bruce Brown. No one talks about that. Another good pickup. Ish Smith, just a classic backup point guard. So I like the over 49.5 a lot for Denver. Philadelphia, over under 50.5. So last year, the Sixers... Um, were 51 wins. And as I noted in a prior pod, I think they're the most overrated team going in, and I'll put my money on that. I'll take the under. Um, a few things on them. Again, I don't think this Harden-MB dynamic necessarily works. I just don't know, don't know why we have to force that. That's one thing. Second thing is, like, is the maxi fit really there? They're going to play Tucker at the three, Harris at the four. Tucker should be the four, Harris should be the sixth man. There's a lot of little messiness, and their depth is weak. Cork Moss is like their seventh man. That's that's a problem. Um, I, again, I think I've said this on a prior pod. 
I would have done a, 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 a more... I would have done kind of a similar Denver-Washington deal, like a three or four for four deal, using Maxine and Harris to get some depth. They're really overrating the Montrose Harrell pickup. It's not bad, but let's not act like that's going to change everything for you. You know, Devin House Jr. is going to be in the rotation. He, you know, he again, he's a waiver wire guy. Why are we acting like these are such great pickups? He's a waiver wire player. Any team could have gotten him. Love the under. Love it for Philly. And it's plus money, plus 100. Brooklyn, that's over under 50 and a half. This depends on what side of Brooklyn you want. Are they going to implode or are they not? I don't think they implode. I think they'll have a decent year. I think Simmons will be healthy enough. Again, Kyrie's incentivized. That, to me, is the biggest deal. Does he not want a four-year max deal from the Lakers in the offseason? Or Brooklyn to potentially pony up? Of course he does. <laughs> so with him incentivized, you're going to get Kyrie playing more games. Just by that virtue. If their hands got a chip now. So I really like the over. On Brooklyn, 15 and a half. Sure, done. Easy over. Now we're down to the final five. Golden State over under 51 and a half. You know, I, I think I did this before. Um, Golden State's going to have this sort of sophomore slump you see from teams after they just won the title. So I like the under at 51 and a half. Now look, last year Golden State obviously had a great year. They finished only with 53 wins, though. They had a good run. I don't even think they replicate that year. Um, you know, there's still some uncertainty even there with Kaminga now. I would have liked to see some youth take a step. None of them really have. So, yeah, I'll take them the under. They're aging. I like the old under with Golden State. Phoenix, over, under, 52.5. Love the under. Love it. Phoenix, I think, will have uh, a disappointing year. Well, Crowder, I think, doesn't put it to a good start. Aiton's a, gr- a grumpy Gus. Um, you know, given his contract uh, that happened, he wanted to go to Indiana and Phoenix match him. By the way, always root for the NBA, right? If you're a free agent, you sign with another team, you should sign with that team. The rule should be the current team has up to a certain date to re-sign you. And if you don't re-sign with your current team, you can then go to any other team. I don't like this concept of matching for restricted free agents. I feel like the restricted free agents just mean that the um, current team has a window of to negotiate with that player. And then that player's agent needs to take a risk. And other teams, it behooves, other teams kind of have to wait. Whatever it is, maybe it's a certain period, I don't know. And maybe you have a period of free agency where you just start with restricted and then you go with unrestricted to, you know, do something like this. But I don't, Aiden has intent. This happened to Eric Gordon too, I think, with Phoenix back in the day. Aiden has intent to just resign. I mean, just sign with Indiana. He wants to get more touches and all that. So he's not happy there. I think it impacts them. Now we're going to the final three teams. The Clippers over under 52 and a half. In the prior pod, I said they were going to win the title. At plus 550 odds. If I think you're the top team in the West or among the top teams, I got to take the over at 52 and a half. They had a, a bad year last year. I get it. They were 42 wins. I'm saying they're going to be more than 10 wins better. Yeah. John Wall pick up Kawhi Leonard. Um, I really like them. Now, <clears throat> again, Gold State, it can be like a Gold State. Gold State won 53 games. So, 52 and a half. I'm not super confident about it, but but I'll take it. Milwaukee over under 52 and a half. I like the over for Milwaukee. They won 51 games last year. Middleton was hurt a bunch. Okay, so it was a unique 
you know, not typical one. I think they're going to win closer to 55. I think they'll be, they'll be the best team in the East, standings-wise. The Joe Ingles pickup is really big. Um, <clears throat> looking more at the roster, I'll just see if there's some un, un, uncovered nice little nuggets there that we're not picking up. So, um, yeah, Ingles is really, you know, everyone else kind of just coming back, basically. Bringing the band back together. Um, still like them. I just think they got a chip, and I think they want to have the best record, and I think the fact they lost the Game 7 on the road is, is a good indicator of that, that they're going to want to shoot for a good record. And then the final team are my Celtics, over under at 53.5, and, and it pains me to say it, i got to take the under. Uh, Robert Williams not being healthy. They won 51 games last year. They had a fantastic finish. They had a weird playoffs. Um, they have a thin bench, new coach. Got to take the under on that. So let's go through just some of my confident picks here. Actually pretty confident on the Celtics on the under, 53.5. Confident about that. Phoenix, confident about the under, 52.5. Brooklyn, no, I'm not going to touch that one. Um, <clears throat> Denver, love the over. They won 48 games like the over, 49.5. Confident. Memphis, maybe my most confident, over 48.5. Pound that. Dallas, like the over, 48.5. I would definitely be aggressive there. Um other confident ones, Toronto, over 45.5, very confident. Um, Portland, again, probably them and Memphis are my most confident picks. And in Indiana as well, under 39.5, super confident about that. Charlotte, very confident, under 36.5. It's another big rosy pick. Sacramento, love them for the over. They're incentivized to get that 10th seed. you got to win over 34 games to do it. San Antonio, as bad as they were, got the play in last year with 34 wins. Um, and then finally, Indiana. Super confident about this. They're going to be the over at 23.5. So there you have it. Probably about 10 confident ones, as you noted. I didn't do the math on it. Who knows? Again, happy betting to everybody. NBA season is upon us. Keep tuning in for more picks for NBA 